Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Reyes, a college student here to help you fashion your passion and transform your life. This past year, I've learned a lot about living out your true passions and implementing the best habits, and I'm ready to share these tips with you. Season three is nothing like you've ever heard on any other podcast before, and I'm so excited to take you on this journey with me. Let's get to it. As many of you know, this podcast was just a 4 a.m. idea in preparation for a school project. Now it is a way that I get to spread my voice and help other teens create the best habits for their life. I want to hear your voice too. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's all the tools you need in the app or on their website. And my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast too. It's everything you need, and all you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited you decided to tune in this week. I am here with licensed acupuncturist Leah Chisjilly, who is going to talk to us today about burnout. Leah, I'm so excited for you to be here today. Oh, thanks, Sammy. I'm so excited to be here too. Can you just give my listeners a little bit about what you do on a day-to-day and just talk a little about your journey to get to this point? Yeah, absolutely. So I do a number of things. I am a licensed acupuncturist and also a certified health coach. And I focus primarily on helping women balance out their hormones, which a lot of times the imbalance comes from burnout. And so it's very much connected to what we're talking about today. I've spent a long time in health and wellness. And for me, it was kind of a natural progression to get where I am. I started doing yoga when I was in college. And then after that, just got exposed to a lot of different modalities and just took a really great interest in like mind, body, spirit, medicine, and nutrition as a whole. So I went, got my master's degree in acupuncture. And during that time, I also got a certification as a health coach. And I've kind of just been doing that ever since. Yeah, I totally love that. You know, I feel like I definitely, especially now in college, I've been getting it into more health and wellness area of my own life, but also researching and, you know, helping others sort of achieve the same. So I truly love that. I want to, you know, obviously like let's talk about burnout. It's something that I think that is unfortunately achievable for high school students, college students, adults, and even, you know, younger kids as well. And I feel like what sort of your take on burnout? What do you sort of define? it as and how have you seen it either play out in your own life or in the life of clients you've had or friends you've had? Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of share my own experience with it and kind of why it's so near and dear to my heart and especially helping people who are younger than me understand that because I think that there were so many times in my early 20s, late 20s, where this is probably what I was experiencing and I just didn't know it. So what happened with me was about a year after my son was born, I went to, I took a full-time job and it was an hour away from me. So I was commuting two hours a day. I was working eight hours and it was a very stressful job. I was working for a startup at the time. So it was super stressful. So I was basically under a lot of stress. And as a new mom as well, I started to experience symptoms and it started off just as fatigue. And you know, when you're a new mom, when you've got all this stuff going on, you're like, oh, 
no big deal. It's just because I'm busy. (laughs) So I basically ignored it for a really long time. And about two, two and a half years in, I started getting a lot of weird symptoms. One of the biggest things was probably I got headaches pretty regularly, which I was not used to. I used to have really, I would get really bad brain fog, kind of to the extent where I felt like my synapses weren't even firing. Like I couldn't even connect my thoughts and I would forget so many things that were things that I did every single day. I was kind of in pain, not excruciating pain by any stretch, but just kind of a low level feeling overall. And I just ignored it. And so I let it go. And then fast forward a year after that, we ended up moving to a different state and I was able to work from home, which was really, really nice. And it cut back my stress levels tremendously, but my health tanked. And I had no idea why, because I thought that my health was going to improve when my stress improved. And it's because I had spent so long in a really stressed out state that once we took that away, my body had to recalibrate. And so it basically went from being super high to super low. And I started getting sick all the time. I think I had a sinus infection like every other month and I just felt terrible. And then at that point, I ended up going to see a doctor about it because I was like, this cannot be normal. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. And so after seeing a doctor, I realized that I had some pretty significant nutrient deficiencies and hormone imbalances. And then since correcting that, I've been able to feel a lot better and have a greater sense of what burnout really is and how you get to that point. Yeah, no, for sure. I could only imagine sort of going through that experience and, you know, not knowing exactly what it was that was causing that stuff. So what was sort of your process to, quote unquote, like come back to life and, you know, really get a grasp on your own life and all the areas in your life and moving forward as a functioning human being? Yeah, it was really about rest. It was about uncovering what my body needed for sure. It was about rest. It was about changing my diet, getting rid of things that were bad for me, (laughs) you know, getting rid of things of like refined sugar, cutting back on caffeine, taking supplements and incorporating a lot more vegetables and fruits into my diet and really focusing on the rest aspect and really honoring that feeling of knowing when I was stressed out. Because that's where the burnout comes from. It comes from periods of really, really, really high stress. And then all of a sudden your body's like, nope, not going to do it. Mm. (laughs) And then that's when people start to feel the burnout. That's when the fatigue sets in. And a lot of times it'll morph into feeling like depression or even anxiety or things like that. So just really honoring the times where I felt stressed and doing something about it at that time rather than letting it get out of hand again. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, you know, I feel like with the society nowadays, it's so go, 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 go. And it's like, you can't even like catch a break sometimes. And I feel like that's sort of the cause for a lot of, you know, students, because like, I know for me personally, like I am a college student, but I also run a podcast and, you know, writing a book, I'm doing all these things. I'm, I'm interns in three different places. And it's like, I just sometimes feel like as much as I love everything that I'm doing, I like can rarely catch a break, you know? So what are your thoughts on that in terms of the I guess you can say like student culture of like having to go to school, but also, you know, students being involved in a multitude of different things, you know, as they are concerned about their college, you know, the the resumes for their colleges or, you know, the resumes for like grad school and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a big one. 
you really have to find something that helps you manage stress. Uh, that can be meditation, yoga. I'm, of course, partial to acupuncture because it's very helpful for that. But I encourage people to explore several different things and then find the one that works for you. So anything that makes you feel calm, that makes you feel centered and kind of back to yourself that that's your thing. <laughs> that, that's your stress relief. And for some people it's exercise, for some people it's rest. So you need to find that thing and do a lot more of it and really learn to manage your thoughts around the things that you do. And I find that I found personally too, that working with a life coach was incredible mm-hmm. because you understand that there's, yes, you've got these things happening in your life, but a lot of your stress comes from how you think about those things. And so if you can have someone help you kind of manage your thoughts around it, the stress can be a lot less. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I love how you talk, you touch on that. That's what exactly my next, next question for you was you did the rest, you, you sort of improved your diet and stuff like that. But what was the mental process of you coming back to, you know, your own self? It was, it was working with a life coach for sure. And, and my previous experience with yoga was huge because that, Yoga, I'm one of those yoga changed my life kind of stories, <laughs> but I started doing it when I was in college and am extremely stressed or whatever. And it just like reset everything and it helped me think clear. It helped me put things in perspective. And so I knew what it felt like to be there and I knew what I needed to do to get back there. And so it was starting a yoga practice again because it just cleared my head. And when your head is clear, you have a chance to self-correct, mm-hmm. I think. You know, we, we overthink things to death and I'm just as guilty as anyone else. But really, like you have a lot of the answers already available to you if you just give them space to come in. So I think just learning how to clear the mind is so helpful. Did you ever have days, you know, in this process where you were like, screw this, like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to do absolutely nothing of the work that I should be doing, you know, to improve myself and sort of how did you combat those thoughts and those feelings? Yeah, that is such a good question. Yes, of course. (laughs) I definitely had those days. And that's usually, that is a sign that you're not doing enough for yourself. Because what's really interesting is that when you start doing the things that feel good to you, everything else kind of falls in place around it. Mm -hmm. But when you're just like obligation after obligation, after test, after task, after papers, after all that. And so you have nothing left at the end of it. And it's so tempting to just be like, F it. I'm done. I want no more of this. So that is a really good indication. Okay, it's time to to find me again and to focus on that. And you'll be surprised. Like everything else will come a lot easier. Yeah. What are your like sort of best tips or thoughts on people who, you know, they want to get better, they want to improve themselves, but they say that they just don't have time to, you know, there's no way they can squeeze it in their schedule. How do you think that, because I know, you know, you were saying before how you were able to sort of work from home. So you may or may not have had a little bit of wiggle room with that, like no commute or whatever, but how can, you know, students be able to incorporate this into their everyday lives when they are, in school from whatever, eight to three, and they have homework and sports and all that stuff like that. Yeah, that's another good opportunity to really check in with your thoughts and to be really aware of how much time things actually take 
because in our brain, we tend to think that things are going to take a lot longer than they actually do. And so it's easy to be like, I don't have time for any of this, but really like if you just sit down and do it and don't think about it as much, then you do have the time to do it. And I also, I think this is so important, especially for younger people, because now we're just like surrounded by social media and you've got everybody telling you, do this. No, you need to have a morning routine. You need to have a nighttime routine. You need to have a midday routine. You need to exercise. And so it's so many things coming at you and really like just stop. Stop paying attention to any of that. Sit with yourself, feel what feels good for you, and that's the right thing to do. Yeah, 100%. That's why, you know, when I was, what was it? When I was a sophomore in high school, I deleted all of my social media for like six months. I like took my phone away from myself like three months. I was so overloaded with all these different things and like what was going on around me. And I was like, I just can't handle this all. Like I just need a break from it. And I feel like that's so true because especially now, like with everyone like home and stuff like that, it's like, there's just so much more is flooding through your feed and stuff like that. And I feel like it's so important also to manage your own feed and, you know, realize that maybe you don't have to follow all these people who you've been following before. So what do you think that like social media and like just like technology in general, like what's that contribution to students getting burnout? I think it's huge, honestly, because you do, you see everyone else and everything else. And so it takes you away from yourself and you're seeing a highlight reel. And so you feel like everyone else has it together or they're doing more, being more, living more than you are. And it's just, it's not healthy. I think if you can look at it from a perspective of, oh, it's just entertainment, you know, like, oh, that's cool. That person's doing this, or this is funny, or you know, if you look at it as a source of entertainment rather than a source of comparison and something that makes you feel like you're inadequate, then that's a healthier approach to it. But I think that overall, it does. It just makes you have a sense of inadequacy, like you're just never doing enough and that everyone else has the answers. And, you know, there are experts out there in certain fields, but at the same time, you really have to turn inward and figure out your own path. Yeah. No, you are, yeah, you're 100% correct. I think, you know, like I said before, like it's just so influential, especially on young people when we're at like our most like influential part of our lives and we don't really know, you know, exactly what's right and wrong. And we just look at these people and we're like, oh yeah, like that sounds right. Or that that doesn't sound right. Like I'm going to think something else. I feel like just being able to speak your own mind and figuring out exactly what you think and exactly what you feel is so imperative at this point in anyone's life, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I totally agree. I want to roll into the final question of this podcast. So this is a question that I ask every single guest who has ever been on based off of the title of the podcast, which is Fashion Your Passion. What is one tip that you would give dreamers based off how you have fashioned your passion? Oh, I love that question. (laughs) Try everything. I think that is so important. That's one thing, you know, for so long, I was like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. But you know what? I tried everything. So I knew what I didn't want to do with my life. (laughs) And sometimes figuring out what you don't want is just as important. Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much for coming on today. I truly, truly appreciate it. Are there any final words, final thoughts you want to say to my audience before? No, thank you so much for having me on here. And I'm, I'm, 
so happy to see you doing what you're doing and just keep it up. Yes, of course. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I hope you learned something from this episode. And if you did, don't forget to screenshot you listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, and tag me at Fashion Your Passion podcast. I love hearing what you learned. As well, do not forget to scroll down and leave a rating and review. I love to read those too and know what you guys are thinking about the podcast. Be sure to tell all of your friends about this podcast because I want to spread this to as many teens as possible. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week.